Hello and welcome to this edition of the IUMI podcast. I'm Mike Elson. Now, some of you will be aware that this year, 2024, is the 150th anniversary of IUMI. And yes, you did hear me correctly. IUMI has been in existence for 150 years and that is truly a staggering achievement. And to discuss that milestone, I'm delighted to be joined by the current Secretary General, Lars Langer. Now, Lars, of course, hasn't been around for 150 years, but he has been running IUMI for the past 11 years. So, Lars, welcome to this podcast. Thank you very much, Mike. Good day, and thanks for the opportunity to discuss this matter, which is really close to our heart this year. It is indeed, yes, and it's probably uh, no surprise um, for our listeners to learn that IUMI is the oldest association in the insurance industry that's active across national boundaries. And it began in Germany back in 1874 to create a forum, and here I quote, a forum where members could discuss business matters of common interest with the purpose of agreeing upon principles concerning the management of marine insurance business. So Lars, I guess my first question to you is, do you think that common purpose is still true today, or has it evolved over the last century and a half? Well, I I would guess we are still underway in the same direction. It changed a bit over years in details, of course. So if you take, for example, the agreeing part, so we are certainly not agreeing on anything any longer simply due to modern antitrust law and competition law. So what we provide as IUMI is a truly international platform in which, on which we discuss topics and in, on which we educate topics and enable the markets to take perfectly well-educated decisions. But we, of course, don't agree on anything. So that has, has changed for sure. But apart from that, it is still meant as a truly international platform. As all our listeners know, IU, uh, marine insurance is where many lines of business are international nowadays, but marine insurance is really a truly international business. You can't run it on a national or regional level. And this is where Ayumi, in our view, really can be of help. And that is our endeavor now as before, I have 150 years. Yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting. And, and, and from what I understand, back in um, 1874, when the organization started, and perhaps for many years afterwards, Ayumi was very much thought of as a German association, I guess because of its foundations in Berlin. But, you know, as, as early as 1926, there were up to 22 countries represented. So membership, I guess, has developed um, since then. So where do we stand today in terms of international representation? Yeah, that is true, Mike. And actually, it was a quite funny story. So as you already mentioned, and most can imagine, I was not personally involved in the founding of Ayumi. But if you look at our records, it was a very German initiative in the beginning. So the German market founded a German association for marine insurance. And somehow they had a slight feeling, as I already mentioned, that is really a very international business. And we would be well recommended also to have this international angle covered right from the beginning. And easily said, what they did is they founded a second association, which was at that point of time, the Internationale Transportversichererverband, ITVV. So it was even a German name. And they ran in the first few years, both in parallel, the German association and the international association in Berlin. 
there were some German speaking members right from the beginning, for example, at that point of time, remember that was prior to the First World War, uh, from Austria, from Russia, from Switzerland. Uh, and this is how it started. And everything was in German, but then it, it evolved, as you already said, quite quickly. And, and even in the late 19th century and definitely in the early 20th century, uh, also other markets joined as, for example, the UK market, which was very, very central right from the beginning. However, Ayumi was uh, until the Second World War an association of insurers. So our members were insurance companies, which made it a bit more business related, as, as our listeners can imagine. And then only after the Second World War, we moved uh, not only the office from Berlin to Zurich for obvious reason, uh, but moved also from company membership to association membership. So from that point on, Ayumi members in every country were solely the insurance associations and the insurers joined via these associations, which made us, as nowadays, much more of a policy organization uh, located in lobbying, located in information sharing, in education, and so on. We'll come back to that. So that was a, was a clear change. And Already, I would say in the in the 20th of the 20th century, but definitely after the Second World War, uh, the membership of Ayumi emerged very, very much. So what we currently nowadays say is that we cover about 95% of the world premium. We have 43 uh, member countries, member associations, uh, all relevant markets are in place. And, and finally, on this questions, what we very much see, at least over the last 10 years, and we are very proud on that, that we are able to mirror this in our membership, is that we have a very significant uh, uh, shift of business, not only to Asia, also to other regions, but particularly to Asia from good old Europe, where the business had its center for at least 100 years. And this is something which we very much in our activities also acknowledge. We founded our Asia Hub some eight, nine years ago in Hong Kong. We run local Asia forums events in the meantime and try to represent our members in Asia as much as we represent our members in, for example, Europe here, where also our business seat is. So it's international, yeah, and that is great. Well, that's a, a very useful potted history over the last 150 years, and I'm pleased you made it clear to our listeners that you weren't around at the very beginning, because that would make you a grand <laughs> old man indeed. Um, but 43 nationalities in membership, um, which is covering 95% um, of the market, which is a great achievement. And I mean, I'm guessing, and you've hinted at this, is that the activities of IUMI um, have evolved significantly. Um, during that time, and particularly under your um, Secretary Generalship over the last 11 years or so. So, I mean, what do you believe is the core role of IUMI in a modern world? It has become more diverse, Mike, over the last, say, 15 years. So I, I executed many, many things, but my predecessor, Fritz Stabinger, also started this together with our executive committee. 
So we really tried in two strategy debates. We had one of, of about 10, 15 years ago, and we have currently a second, which is called Ayumi 2030, where we very duly analyzed, so where can Ayumi add value to our membership, to the marine insurers all over the place? And that led to a number of priorities, which we try to comply with. So first and foremost, that is very easy and comes back to what we said in the first question, is that we provide a truly international platform, a network, an opportunity of exchange. For example, that the colleagues from the US with the colleagues from Europe and the colleagues from China can really firsthand in person on an IUMI level catch up on things. And surprise, surprise, you recognize it's everywhere exactly the same challenge and nobody has a magic key to solve things. And you're be extremely well advised to team up and to try to solve things internationally. So this platform idea is still valid. In addition, uh, what we did with our last strategy is that we very much improved our policy work. We founded our policy forum uh, and try to, to lobby more, to interact with maritime stakeholders much more as we did in the past. We are much more present at the International Maritime Organization in the meantime. We team much more up with our friends and partners from other maritime organizations, ship owners, salvers, uh, classification societies, to, to mention only a few adjusters, since we have 95% common ground, same interest as for our membership. So that is one, that is the second. Uh, what we also installed in 2016, 2016, is an education program which is massively growing and successful currently. So many of our listeners may know we have these excellent series of webinars which are easily to dial into. Uh, we have online training, the tutorials we established last year in-class training, our masterclass in cargo insurance in London, which is extremely successful, also helps building up networks and fulfills a purpose of educating in marine insurance, which becomes much more uh, complicated on a national level in the meantime. So in average, we are in every country, say three to 5% of the market premium, which is not a problem as such, but it means that not maybe as much resources on a national level are al allocated uh, in education on marine. And this is something where we can help out. So that is another one. And what we also do is uh, that we try to be, I call this sometimes an early warning system for the industry. So if you take upcoming topics like digitalization some five to 10 years ago, or currently the sustainability debate, where we truly have something to add as a marine insurance industry. And this is something where Ayumi a can raise awareness and b also act as a spokesperson for the industry and and lead the dialogues the interaction with other parties so that is another function and and it, as in the past what we still do of course one shouldn't forget that is that we provide a platform for events for international conferences for meetings and ensure that that uh, people are able to maintain and even build up their networks it sounds as though an awful lot of work has been going on over the last uh, 10 years or so, which is great for those 43 different nationalities in membership. But, I mean, here's an interesting fact. 
You are only the 11th person to hold the office of Secretary General in an almost unbroken line going back 150 years, which is, you know, which is quite something. I mean, is that a responsibility that you often think about as you go about your daily work? Yeah, that is a perfect word, Mike, responsibility. It's, it's really a responsibility. Uh, what I'm fully aware of is that association work and also marine work and marine insurance is very much a long-term business. So it, it needs a certain time until you have built up robust international networks, know how to speak to. Uh, I do always say contacts do only harm to those who have none, and, and we have quite good contacts at IUMI. Uh, and also the topics are evolving over the years. Some topics have existed 150 years ago as much as today, if you take piracy, for example. Others, the environment related, for example, have only come up recently. But it certainly helps when you're already for a number of years on your post and understand how these things can effectively be driven and successfully be driven. No? So it's nice to, to have an opinion, even better if somebody knows and, and also takes into account. And that is certainly the case when you have a bit more experience. Uh, the downside, Mike, maybe I should mention that, the downside, of course, is the longer you are in your post, the more difficult maybe change is, right? So I question myself from time to time, am I, am I still really the right person? Am I still as innovative as I hopefully have been in the beginning? Or would it would it need somebody new with a fresh, new, a fresh view, fresh thinking? So what we did last time when I had this question uh, is that we simply came up with a new strategy debate. And I hope that was helpful. And we came up with quite some good ideas. But that is what we have to balance out. No? You need some experience. On the other side, you also need fresh ideas. Our members are very good for providing that, of course. But that is the responsibility. And, and it, apart from that, on a personal level, uh, you know that. And, and maybe everybody knows that I love my job. And it's great to have that that much of an in international involvement. No, absolutely. And, you know, going through that regular process of um, constantly looking and reviewing both yourself and the organization can only be a healthy thing for, you know, for an organization that has survived this length of time. And, and you're staying with that 150 years theme. Uh, I just wonder if we if we went to speak to the founding fathers of IUMI, do you think they'd recognize the modern association? I mean, would they be pleased with how it survived for 150 years, do you think? I guess so. I guess so. So what we mentioned that already, what definitely has changed is is that we have one single international market in the meantime. So it, it, business was much more European driven in 1874, which was not only for insurance and financial services the case, also for 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 trade and production this was certainly much more the case at that point of time so they they might be quite surprised how this internationalization proceeded so that would be different but as we said right in the beginning so the basic principles of solving internationally the challenges which each and every single market has so that is that is still the same and i guess this is what they hopefully would still buy in for you know, the basic idea is the same. A funny thing, so we have all the all the old meeting minutes and records and books of the organization in in our in our office. And from time to time we look in some some old minutes from say the nineteen twenties. 
and you recognize exactly the same things as today. So safety and shipping, nothing has changed. No? There, there are concerns about machine room fires. There are concerns about piracies. There are concerns about challenges in international trade, bottle bottlenecks in trade. So it's exactly the same, which could be a bit frustrating and one tend to think, okay, obviously we haven't achieved anything, but it is a different angle. But to a degree, it, it is a continuous addressing of issues which have to be permanently addressed. And in so far, maybe some of them could immediately start again and help us within two days. I don't know. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, I'm sure that the founding fathers would be extremely proud to see the seeds that they planted 150 years ago have grown into this mighty oak tree that is Ayumi today. Um, you know, it's always useful to look back, but we should really focus on the future. And so maybe just in a, in a nutshell, you just give us Ayumi's immediate priorities going forward and what Ayumi has to look forward to over the next uh, couple of years. Yeah, that, that is a good way to, to finish this podcast since we very much try to emphasize in this anniversary year that we should not only look to the past, so we are responsible when it comes to our history, of course, but that we very much should also have a forward-looking approach. So many things are going on currently. If I should pick out one currently, maybe then this is the increasing, I don't like it, but you can't call it otherwise, the increasing geopolitical challenges which we currently have. And that is not only Ukraine, that is also Middle East. We see the very recent attacks of the Houthis in the Red Sea, which concern us, not only the container vessel owners, also, also everybody else. And this is something which we see more and more, and that gives us some concerns. We at Ayumi, we try to to deliver our share on these things. We have very good and, and ongoing contacts and debates with, with all stakeholders in this regard. Marine insurance definitely is not in the center, although we can help in many, in many, in many ways when it comes to sanctions or providing insurance coverage for, for certain projects. Uh, but this is something which concerns us and, and which we would hope that we can solve this together. Truly a political issue, but, but very close to our heart and something which us currently keeps, keeps quite busy. Yeah, thank you. An interesting and, and highly relevant note to end on. Well, look, that just about brings us to the end of this podcast. And I must thank you, Lars, for giving such an interesting insight into the organization that has clearly not just survived, but thrived and evolved over the past century and a half. So, Lars, thank you very much. Um, let me also say that Ayumi will be celebrating its anniversary at this year's annual conference, which fittingly will be held in Berlin, where it all began in September of this year. And you can find more details at iumi.com and more specifically at iumi2024.com. So please do take a look. So thank you again, Lars, and thank you for listening. And be sure to catch us next time for another Iumi podcast. Mm -hmm.